Welcome back to the Get More Podcast, where we're going to get you more money, more marketing, more business strategy, more community, and just more of the good stuff that you need in your life every day. All right, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the finally the return of Money Monday. So I have taken a couple of weeks off from this component of the show and I am just so excited to get back into it. So today's episode, we are going to chat about the number one piece of budgeting advice that I wish that I had had, that I wish that I had gotten during our debt-free journey. And so quick little recap backstory if you don't know. Um, I paid off, or my husband and I, we paid off 48000 and change in debt in 19 months. We got so freaking serious. We got so incredibly dead set on our debt-free journey. We decided essentially that we were going to get engaged and like a week later, I was like, so I would like us to get out of debt. I don't want to start our marriage with all of these money troubles, money stresses. I had watched my parents struggle with money my whole life. There not being any money whatsoever. My parents did not budget. We did not have any extras. Did we always have money for food or bills or rent? No, literally not at all. There was no savings. Both my parents have passed away now and there was nothing left. Nothing. There were no savings. There was nothing except end of life costs that were incurred um, from there, but there was no money, no savings, no nothing. There was nada. And I knew that I didn't want to live like that. But the way I had been living up to that point was incredibly irresponsible, robbing Peter to pay Paul, just hoping for the freaking best, expecting that I would be able to honestly mindset my way out of debt. I was very, very heavily in the money manifestation community and just think it and it will happen. And I love that. I love all of that so much. And those are so incredibly valuable. And those mindset hacks really, really did do a lot of good in keeping us going on our goal and just staying motivated along the way. However, We had to know how to manage our money. We had to figure out how to budget, how to save, how to pay off debt, how to set up automatic payments, how to pay more. We had to know every single aspect of our money and what was going on with our money and everything in between. And I had never tried to do that before. I had maybe time and time been like, yeah, I'm gonna not spend all this money and I'm gonna save and I'm gonna invest smart and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna pay off my student loans eventually, even though I was consistently deferring them, uh, forbearance, deferment, and then that turned into just straight up ignoring them. Like, 100%, they'd call me, deny, they'd send me mail, throw it away, didn't open it, I get emails, delete them, didn't read them, none of it. I was so uninvolved in even managing any aspect of my finances. And so when we got engaged, I decided that I didn't want to do that. There was somebody that really inspired me at the time who had done the Dave Ramsey, um, get out of debt, gazelle-like intensity, baby steps. And so 
that is what we did. That is what we did. It is not a teaching that I subscribe to in so much now because it was a really, really crappy um, 19 months. It was a really, really, really bad 19 months. If you really want to test your new marriage, uh, decide that you're going to get out of debt and don't do anything fun for like two years. Genuinely, 19 months, we didn't go on dates. We didn't do crap. We ate the, 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 the rice and beans was really like mac and cheese and top ramen. We did that. We did the whole thing where we'd pay off, um, we'd pay off one thing, we'd roll those payments into the next thing. And so by the end of it, yeah, we were paying off several thousand dollars in debt every single month in the end because we were just able to roll it over. And that worked really, really well for us. It also made a lot, a lot, a lot of contention in our relationship, and it was really, really freaking hard. Um, if you, like, scroll back through my social media to when all of that was happening, you'd never know it because I was just so focused on the good of it, just so focused on, yay, we're getting out of debt, and we made this payment, and it was super, super awesome and super cool. No, we were drowning. It was awful. We were crying. We were fighting all the time. We didn't, we didn't enjoy it. We did not enjoy it for anything. Yes, being on the other side of it and not having any debt and honestly not even having to work as much as we used to. We still both work like all the time, but on things that we're passionate about, things that we love are the things that we do now. And we do those things because we enjoy them and we love them, not because we are so freaking out that are we going to be able to pay rent? Are we going to, am I going to eat this week? Is it okay that I bought like the fancy cheese? Just really baseline, simple things like that. Being able to buy the fancy cheese and the, like, not name brand mac and cheese and, like, fancy coffee creamer. Those were the really big things that I wanted out of our debt-free journey. Just these very simple things. Granted, do I buy um, generic off-brand things now because I actually prefer the taste of them? Yes. But if I want that Hershey's chocolate caramel creamer, yes, I buy it, I get it, I lavish in it, and I'm just so thankful for it. And we don't have to say no to those things now. And the number one thing that I wish we had known going through it that I'm going to share with you now is what I teach my clients and what I will tell literally anyone under the sun who is in the process of creating their budget and going through a debt-free journey or just trying to like, get a really good handle on their finances by creating a either like written budget or if you do an electronic budget, however you are budgeting, the number one thing I want to tell you to include and do in your, um, in your budget is have a category of just because. Make that be its own category and you just put it in. This is just because money. Just because you want to spend money to do something, just because you want to buy that random thing, just because you want it. Have a just because money section. I wish we had had that because there was so much guilt. There was so much guilt involved. Not granted, we were putting on ourselves 100%. We were putting it on ourselves because in my mind, we couldn't do anything else. We, there was no way we could take a date night. No way we could buy this new thing. No way we could invest in ourselves. No freaking way 
because that was uh, off-brand from the debt-free journey. We just, we could not do that. I did not let us do that. I fought tooth and nail and I made our lives freaking miserable for 18 months and 19 months. And looking back at it now, a $30, 30 even $50 just budget money category would not have would not have hindered our debt-free journey. It, it just simply wouldn't have. It would have given us a lot more joy, a lot more fun, and it would have taken some of that guilt pressure off. So if you are someone who is creating that really detailed budget, uh, like the core things that you should always have is like your housing, so your rent, your mortgage, your utilities, the things that keep the lights on, the things that you need. I include phone and internet in that. The next thing that you're gonna need is your food. You obviously need to eat food. Like food should be its own budget category. And something that I tell people to do is, you know, in addition to that just because budget, when you're looking at your food budget, divide it up. Be like, this is for groceries. This is for going out. We did not do that. I wish we had done that. But that gives you that kind of flexibility. Like, okay, so I'm going to spend blah, 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 like three, $400 a month on groceries, but I'm also going to spend like 50 to $75 on like takeout, going out to eat, getting that Chick-fil-A, too much Taco Bell, whatever it is for you, kind of divide those up because it takes away some of that guilt. You might not use that takeout fund. You literally might not use it and then you can apply it to another aspect of your budget at the end of the month, you can pay towards more debt. Essentially, we were doing $0 budgeting, which is like every single dollar has a place to go at the end of the month. You know exactly where it's going, what it's going to happen to it. So, if, you know, if I estimated the power bill to be more than it was and we paid less, that rolled into debt. You don't have to spend all of that takeout money. You don't have to spend all of that grocery money. You just have it and you can either roll it over to the next month if you're living on a variable income and you're not sure if the next month is going to be as good as that current month, you can roll it over or you can put it towards your debt. Or if you're still in the process of building your emergency fund, everybody should have at least a $1,000 emergency fund. That is another really, really big component of both the Dave Ramsey method as well as my own method where you want to have that emergency fund just like very... If it could go wrong, at some point, it's going to go wrong and you just have to be prepared for it. And it might take you several months to build up that emergency fund. It took us, I believe it took us five months to build up that $1,000 emergency fund. And that was just a key component in our budget. Okay, we paid this. We made our minimum debt payments. Okay, we got to fill that emergency fund. And then after that, everything went to, okay, more to debt. This is going to be a bigger bill next month, depending on how your car insurance is um, scheduled. That is the other um, component. I'm sorry, I got ahead of myself. That other component is your transportation. So this is going to be gas, your car payments, your car insurance. That's its own category. So you've got your housing category, your utilities category, your food category, and then your transportation. Those are the four biggest priorities for how you write out your budget, and then you allocate everything after that. And so, when you're allocating everything after that to, you know, just miscellaneous expenses, if you have, like, childcare or 
you have something planned, like you have a trip, you have like vacation money if you're saving for that. All these different things that we save for and we budget for, if you don't give yourself a just because section, you're doing yourself a disservice because you deserve to have just because money. You worked really hard for your money, okay? You worked really hard for your money. You deserve to get to spend it however you want at every step of the process of getting out of debt. And that's just so important. And I wish, I wish we had known that in the beginning. So this is my number one thing for you is just build just because money into your budget. Give yourself the space, give yourself the grace you don't have to use it. Literally, you don't have to use it. I'm not telling you to, if you're really, really struggling right now to just build this other budget and you got to spend all this money, you don't have to do that. Just give yourself some money and, you know, maybe it'll roll over into the next month and you just leave it in that category. You could be saving up for something that you want to do later. This is going to help you do that and it's going to relieve a lot of that guilt, a lot of that stress that we don't want Money is already stressful enough. Getting out of debt is already a slow grind, hard enough process for most of us because most people on average have $25,000 in debt between credit cards, between cars, between student loans. That's not even including like your house payments, y'all. Like there are like the mortgage loan total amount for your house it's already a slog. It's already a grind. You shouldn't get to enjoy it every step of the way. So if you take nothing away from anything I've ever talked to you about money, chatted with you about, take this, build a just because section into your budget and see how much better it feels. So that is all for this one. Make sure that you are following the podcast. You're following my Instagram. Make sure that you take a screenshot, leave us a review. Let me know how it's going. If you have any other money questions, pressing questions, I will be back to doing Q&As for this episode, as well as just covering any kind of money things I see. And I'm just so excited to, you know, walk alongside y'all in your money adventures journeys. And I will catch y'all on the next one.